Cal and Gaif marked the end of the harvest season and beginning of winter or the darker half of the year. Like Cal and Mai, it was seen as a liminal time when the boundary between this world and the other world thinned. This meant that the spirits or fairies, also known as the East She, could more easily come into our world and were active. Most scholars see the East She as degraded versions of ancient gods whose power remained active in the people's minds even after they had been officially replaced by later religion beliefs. The Ishi were both respected and feared, with individuals often invoking the protection of God when approaching their dwellings. At Samhain, it was believed that the Ishi needed to be propitiated to ensure that the people and their livestock survived the winters. Offerings of food and drink or portions of the crops were left outside for the Ishii. The souls of the dead were also said to revisit their homes, seeking hospitality. Places were set at the dinner table and by the fire to welcome them. The belief that the souls of the dead could return home on one night of the year seems to have ancient origins and is found in many cultures throughout the world. In 19th century Ireland, candles would be lit and prayers formally offered for the souls of the dead. After this, the eating, drinking, and games would begin throughout Ireland and Britain. The household festivities include rituals and games intended to foretell one's future, especially regarding death and marriage. From at least the 16th century, the festivals included mumming and disguising in Ireland and Scotland, in the Isles of Man and Wales. This involved people going house to house in costume or in disguise, usually reciting verses or songs in exchange for food. It may have been originally a tradition whereby people impersonated the Ishi or the souls of the dead and received offerings on their behalf. Similar to the costume of Soling, impersonating these beings or wearing a disguise was also believed to protect oneself from them. It is suggested that the mummers and geysers personify the old spirits of winter who demanded reward in exchange for good fortune.
development of artifacts and symbols associated with Halloween formed over time. Jack-o'-lanterns are traditionally carried by geysers on All Hallows' Eve. There is a popular Irish Christian folktale associated with jack-o'-lanterns, which in folklore it is said to represent the soul who has been denied entry into both heaven and hell. One night, on his route home after a night's drinking, Jack encounters the devil and tricks him into climbing a tree. A quick thinking, Jack etches the sign of the cross into the bark, thus trapping the devil. Jack strikes a bargain that Satan can never claim his soul. After a life of sin, drink, and mendacity, Jack is refused entry to heaven when he dies. Keeping his promise, the devil refused to let Jack into hell and throws a life coal straight from the fires of hell at him. It was a cold night, so Jack places the coal in a hallowed out turnip to stop it from going out. Since which time, Jack and his lantern have been roaming, looking for a place to rest. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Halloween special. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review on iTunes. And if you're on SoundCloud, hit the like button and share with friends. If you want to know more about me and the show, visit my website. That's between fact and fiction blog wordpress.com. You'll find there my Twitter. Instagram, and my SoundCloud. Happy Halloweens, everyone. Till the next time.